Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. I'm going to discuss a few different things today and I want to start off with um, a couple of questions from listeners. One of them asked, why don't I share more of my experiences? The reason that I don't share more of them is because I would rather share the submitted stories because those are the ones that are more interesting for one thing because I know what took place in experiences that I've had but I will talk about some of those some more of those in the future but to me it's almost like a rerun okay I've already I've been there I've seen it and now I'm going to talk about it again I I'm much more interested in what the listeners have to offer but yes I will talk about more of mine in the future um the other thing that I'm asked um what's the most haunted place that I've ever man I can't talk today that I've ever experienced there are so many of them, but I probably would have to say, oh man, I don't know. I've had some experiences in Old Town Temecula, and I was actually with a friend. And I I would probably say um, Temecula itself, not just a particular house, but the the entire city of Temecula, I would say, is the the most I've, I've experienced the most activity there, and I've seen the most unexplained and um, all different kinds of things there. And the majority of people who have come and tell me tell me things and tell me these stories and these experiences that they have had and so on have all been in Temecula. There's um, one story. This happened a while back, probably more than 10 years ago. And in Temecula, one of the main streets there is 79 South, which is also Temecula Parkway. And when you're getting close to the freeway on-ramps, there's, well, there are gas stations all over the place, but there's one on the left side that one of my friends was at. She, it was in the evening, and we were hanging out for a while, and then she was going to leave, and she lived on the other side of Temecula like by Rancho California and so she stopped at a gas station to put gas in her car on the way home and she called me from the gas station and she said okay you're not going to believe this but I was here I was putting gas in my car and I was looking at the road and she said I saw this guy riding a bicycle in the road And it's like he was getting ran over by cars. But he just was continuing to ride his bike. And I I knew what she was talking about immediately when she was telling me this. She said, 
He was a full, he did not look see-through. He looked like a physical person on a bike. And when she saw that, and there was another guy who was there putting gas in his car, and she looked at the road and she saw this guy on a bike getting ran down by cars, but he was just continuing to ride his bike. Obviously, he was some sort of specter. And she turned and she looked at that other guy across from her who was putting gas in his car. And they had eye-to-eye contact, but they didn't say anything to each other. And he had the look on his face like, I don't know what that is, but I saw it also. So there are just so many strange, unexplained things that people tell me about all the time. And probably 88% of those stories come come from Temecula. So um, I'll get back into more of those from that area as well as some of my own personal um, experiences at some time okay okay so um the first thing that I would like to discuss is um something that someone sent to me this person says um do you remember or have you ever had those jumping beans there are these little they look like beans and This person goes on to say, I don't know what's in them that makes them jump. Maybe a worm or something. But I know uh, it's been a real long time ago, but we used to have what we call Mexican jumping beans. I don't know what was in there either. They would just kind of like turn around and they would make like this sound, you know, when they clicked into each other. So the story is that this person had a um, remote control for the TV and randomly just every so often this channel changer that's what I call it a channel changer this remote control would start making a sound that sounded like the way those jumping beans used to sound it would start clicking for no reason and it wasn't all the time apparently this thing would happen sometimes in the day but usually at night And the email goes on to say that usually at night while watching TV and then while dozing off. So I guess, you know, you're watching TV and it's at night. Maybe you're sitting up in your bed or whatever and you start going to sleep. And then that clicking sound comes along and wakes you up. There there were no... Oh, and the lights to the, the remote would come on also. I don't know what that could be. It sounds like maybe it was just some kind of defect, but um, I I don't know what to say about that. It would be, I guess, kind of unnerving to be watching TV in the middle of the night or whatever, and your remote control starts clicking and clacking and making strange sounds. Um, I'm not making light of this, but this could probably be explained easily maybe um it's not have anything to do at all with paranormal or anything like that I really don't know I would have to see it and experience this thing before I could come to a conclusion 
because um, I don't know if it, if you would hold that thing, if there would be like a vibration or if it was just simply making a sound. There are a lot of things that, uh, a lot of questions that I have about that. So um, if you want to email me back and go further and give me more details, you know, maybe we can um, get down in look at this a little bit more and see what it might have been. I don't even know if this person got rid of it or still has it or whatever, but there are a lot of questions that I've got about that. So if you want to get back to me, um, I would be happy to learn more about this. Okay. Um, I have a neighbor who lives next door to me on the right. And from my front window, when I look a little bit to the left, across the street to the left, there are people there and they are having some work done in their backyard. So we're used to seeing, you know, the the trucks there and all of these are, I don't know, these machines that are digging up the ground. I don't know what they're doing back there, making a pool or something maybe. So we're used to seeing a lot of activity there. Well, my neighbor told me that she was opening up her windows and it was early in the morning. See, I do this too. I get up really early and I look out my window and I, in the front, and I uh, open it up and stuff like that. I'm talking about like 4 a.m. I get up and do that crazy stuff. So, well, she does the same thing because she has to leave for work early so she's actually a little bit earlier than I am I believe she leaves for work at 4 a.m so um, she said she was up and she opened her um, shades and everything and was opening her window a little bit and she saw a car parked at the corner and she thought oh it was just maybe some people getting ready as soon as whatever time they're allowed to start doing work that, you know, probably just them getting ready to start work whenever. So um, she was just looking around and she said that she saw what looked like a woman get out of this vehicle. She described it as some sort of uh, SUV, not a big large one, but uh, some sort of SUV. She said it was too dark for her to notice the color but the color was a dark color she said it wasn't white or anything it was a dark color sun hadn't come up yet it was still dark she said it looked like it was black to her so also she said the person who got out of the car and started walking it looked like a woman and it looked like she was carrying something and it looked like she was wearing dark clothing pants and something And she just stood there looking, and there is no obstruction of view from her front window. There is nothing that's in the way of her seeing that entire corner house. So she said, because I'm I'm looking at it right now, and there's nothing that obstructs my view either. She said this woman, or whatever this thing was, Because when they got out of the car, of course, she's on the street side. So she comes walking up and she um, gets on the sidewalk. And as she's walking, 
she disappears. She said, uh, I don't know what to say, man. There is nothing black in my view. And she disappeared. And okay, she was wearing dark clothing, but there was enough light from the street lights and such that she could see if a person was walking. She said, this person disappeared. And she looked down and she looked around and tried to see where this person could have gone. She said, she didn't go in the backyard. They have part of their fence torn up and it's blocked like with wood when the guys aren't working on it. She said she didn't walk up that way to that that house. She walked on the sidewalk and just vanished. So, yeah, I believe her, of course. I mean, I don't think that she's going to come and make up a story like that. And she was also a little hesitant to tell me because they always start off with have you ever noticed or has anything ever happened uh is has anything ever happened to you in your house is you're in the neighborhood and so on and so on she's lived there for a while now maybe about five years and um she is actually a registered nurse who works at the hospital, which is really close to where we live at Loma Linda. So, uh, no, I don't think she's tripping. I think she saw what she saw. And she said then when she was getting ready to actually leave and she's taking her car out of the garage, she said um, she noticed that the car or that SUV that that person had been driving was no longer there either. So now when I get up in the morning, I've been looking to see if I see anything and I do this all the time I mean I'm I'm looking out that window every morning just because that's what I do I look at the stars and all this stuff and now I'm like you know maybe I shouldn't do that I don't want to be looking and I because I can see a little bit down to the next street I don't want to be looking in the morning and being all nosy and I'm going to see some clown or something. That's all I need. See a clown. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I mean, I've seen, I've seen things vanish before. That's nothing new before my own eyes. But, um, a person, I don't know. So we'll see where that goes. I don't get to see her very often, but I know that uh, when I do, she's probably going to want to talk about it. Okay. Other thing I wanted to share is I have a friend, and she came over. This is a couple of years ago. It was during, like, uh, Christmas time and all that. And she came over and we were going to have some, I don't know, some snacks. And we were going to have a couple of drinks and just talk. She's a little older and um, her husband had just, no, he wasn't passed yet. He was in the hospital. He was like in a uh, care center, a facility. And... They were originally from Hawaii. They had lived in Hawaii for a really long time. 
And she had told me before that her husband had this uh, spirit like a, a friend that accompanied him and was usually around him. Her husband's name was Bill. So she would talk about him. And I can't remember, you know, those Hawaiian names, Kaloa Kwai or something like that. It was a name kind of like that. Yeah, that's Bill's uh, spirit friend, Kaloa Kwai. I know I'm saying the wrong name, but anyhow. Um, and so when she came over that evening, and we were just talking and eating and stuff, and then we got around to the subject of Bill's spirit friend. And she started saying that the name in Hawaiian meant like a, like a prankster or a joker. This this spirit liked like like to like a prankster. You know, he liked to prank everybody and stuff like that. And I was just like listening to some of the stories that she was telling about what this. Kaloa Kwai had done in the past, you know, just to be funny. And we weren't watching TV. I don't watch TV too often. I just don't have time for that. And we didn't have anything on. I might have had maybe Christmas music on, on Pandora or something like that. And so she's telling me these stories. And all of a sudden, my TV goes on in the living room. I mean, we have an open floor plan house, so the dining room and the family huge living room, TV room thing is like all one. And we there was no one else home. It was just her and I sitting at the table talking. And that TV went on, and she was like, oh, see, that's kind of stuff I'm talking about. And I sat there like, what? And I was like, okay, I'm not really feeling too happy about this. So I got up and I was going to turn it off. And I was like, okay, hello, quiet. You just go back now with, with Bill and quit fooling around with us. We don't want you here. And um, that was, you know, she was just like, oh, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that he likes to do. Just playing around. Playful spirit. That's what it means playful spirit and um, I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to tell anyone in my family about that because they already think I'm kind of nuts anyways so I didn't <laughs> they don't know but anyhow um, that's kind of like one of my experiences you know <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing because I wasn't feeling too good when it happened kind of got a tummy ache <laughs> okay um The other thing that I want to talk about is how many of you guys have heard of the Amboy Crater? The Amboy Crater is like this crater that is in Amboy, of course, which is like in the Palm Springs area out there in the desert. Well, I don't know what caused the crater. I guess it was some meteorite or something that hit that area so many, who knows, hundreds of years ago or what have you. Well, I'm not saying anything bad at all about desert dweller people, okay? I like the desert, 
and um, I prefer the desert actually than to the coast. But anyways, I know that there are certain areas that you um, might not want to go to without maybe packing a firearm and certain parts of the desert are those type of areas not the entire desert I'm not saying that but certain parts because uh let's face it there are some I don't know uh questionable people there I mean there there are questionable people everywhere but in the desert I guess they go there maybe to get away to be left alone or what have you and so they're living out there in whatever you want to call them and um well, that's just that's just how it is. That's their preference. That's their choice to live there. And okay, I'm all for it. But anyways, um, so you really don't want to go out there wandering around too much. Unless you have a group with you, maybe. And you're packing. I remember seeing it a long time ago on California Gold. That guy went down there in the crater and found what he said was a chicken bone or whatever. The reason that I want to bring this up, this crater, is because I have heard stories from some different people who have been in the Marine Corps and who were out there in 29 Palms doing whatever they do where they um, go out in the desert there and play war and they're out there like for so many days, I don't know, two weeks, whatever it is, living out there in the desert. And I have had numerous people tell me that at their particular locations where they were at, at night, not always, but they could see the glow of that crater. I was like, what? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, but that's Amboy. You guys are 29 pumps. But they're like, yeah, but we were out here in this area and when that crater, we could see the crater glowing. They're like, trust me, you, we could see it from our position. What in the world are people doing down there in that crater? I think that, well, this is just me, okay? I'm not saying that, oh yeah, this is a known fact. I think that it's a big possibility that there are people down there in that crater doing ritual. Not just because it's pretty much in the middle of nowhere, but also because whatever caused that crater, you know, you've got people who um, follow those kind of things, who make their little groups about these kind of things, like the meteors, the the phases of the moon, whatever you want to call it, the alignment, the planetary alignment, and so on. They actually have like groups and they do things depending on moon phase, alignment, what time of year it is, you know, and the certain constellations that are visible at night and so on. So I think that the reason why they would see this thing glowing once in a while, because it wasn't always... There are some people who said, oh, no, I never saw that thing glowing. I don't even know what you're talking about. But I think that uh, the reason why some of these guys would see this at times 
is because maybe um, it was a certain time of year. It, I don't know because I would have to know the dates and everything that they were out there when they saw this. But I, I just want to say that it's a big possibility. But I can imagine being out there. Just think of yourself out like uh, in Joshua Tree camping. And all of a sudden, you and you know where that crater is. And you know about it. And all of a sudden, you can see glowing coming from that thing. You know, the the feeling could be pretty like, oh, what is that? Pretty eerie, especially midnight, one in the morning, stuff like that. Yeah, I I can uh, imagine. I don't know how far it is in miles away from where they were. You know, I can find out more, actually. I'm going to find out more about this, and then I'm going to get back to you with an update. So I'm going to make sure that I mark that down and we can talk about that later and I can go more into detail because I think it's pretty interesting and I know that you guys like mysterious stuff and um, so that'll be a good one for, I can um, give you guys an update about it. Um, The last thing that I want to say is um, I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago, there was a, um, they were calling it a conspiracy theory about homeless people and that homeless people were disappearing and so on. And there were, I don't remember how many, but it was a pretty big number and it was growing. And then uh, the news media got a hold of it and they said, oh, it's just a hoax and somebody just wants to trick, you know, there are no homeless that are disappearing and missing and so on. Well, that's not true. There actually were homeless people that were disappearing and it's continuing to this day. I um, know well, I'm acquainted with some homeless people. They, uh, the ones that I'm acquainted with actually like to be called free men because they're not living in the way that we are. They're free to roam. They're free to, you know, they're not bound by utility bills and things like this. So they call themselves free men. And I know a I'm acquainted with a couple of them there in Temecula area. And I was asking him one day, this one guy goes by the name of Sweeney. I guess that's his last name. And anyways, he's not all drugged out. He's not uh, crazed and anything like that. And I asked him and I said, uh, did you ever hear about homeless people disappearing? And he said, yes. He said, um, when I was in L.A., there were people disappearing all the time. He said, um, there were some who would disappear and leave all of their things behind. And that's not what we do, he said. We don't leave our things behind. And he had a friend. He didn't tell me his friend's name. And when Sweeney got up in the morning his friend was gone 
and all of his things were there. He never returned to get his things. No one ever knew what happened to him. He just disappeared. And he said he wasn't all dragged out either. He was a young guy, and um, he was healthy. He doesn't know. He's like, I don't know why or what happened to him. And if anything would have happened, we would have heard it. Like we're all living out there together in a, you know, in tents and boxes, whatever. He said, you hear anything that happens at night. If the cops come, if people come, you hear it, you know. But um, apparently he says that back maybe about uh, a decade ago, he said that there were reports of people mainly the homeless population who they would go um, and get hotels and clean up and the city would provide them, you know, with, uh, oh, you can go to dental and you can go to this and that. And he said, the strange thing is, is that um, he said, I don't know the percentage, but the people who he knows of who disappeared were the ones who took advantage of uh, the dental and going to get a checkup and this and that. He said they would have tents and they would, you know, give you like a basic type of physical and this and that. You could go and get your teeth worked on and so on. And um, there were some who were not only um, disappeared, but there were some reports that a few of these people were found. Um, oh, this is uh, this is unsettling. They were found. Well, they found themselves waking up, packed in ice, in bathtubs, or in places that were strange to them, because, like. A kidney had been removed or a certain body part had been removed so it uh, it's anyone's guess and I don't know what's really going on and what has been going on but he says that it's not a hoax he's like they're not going to tell you about it because they've they figure that we are just you know trash and we're all meth addicts and we're all crazy and he said so if one of us is missing or or you know we're missing homeless people he said who's going to pay attention and he's right who is going to pay attention and so it just made me think that um, maybe I need to look into this a little bit more. It, You know, it's a mystery. But at the same time, you know, when he... I never knew that they had services like that. I never knew that homeless people... I don't know if it's still in effect, but that they would be able to go and get like a basic physical... And um, they would have like some shelter, whatever. You could go get something to eat and this and that. But he said that there are different types of... He said what he is is a free man. He's not a homeless. 
he chooses to live this way without the constraints of government and all these other things. He said, I choose to live this way. I'm not out here because I I was addicted to anything or or my family threw me out because of this and that. He said, I, I choose this. And he just wanders around. He backpacks all over the United States. And so there are, wow, there are um, people out there who do not have homes, who are healthy and who would be a prime candidate for, I guess, you know, to donate organs. They volunteer you to donate an organ. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like a conspiracy, I guess. I, right now, would call it theory because I don't know, really, the depth of this. I don't know. I know what I'm told when I was talking to Sweeney, but um, I don't know. And he really not sure either. He only can tell me, like, you know, this is what happened. And it's funny that these are the people who just seem to go away and never come back. So just putting two and two together. And anyhow, um, that's all I've got for today. And um, let me know if you want have anything that you want to hear about or that you would like to submit. Okay? I'm always happy to get the listener stories and put them out there. So I'll be back in a, probably after the weekend. Everybody stay cool because it's going to be hot as heck and a lot of fires burning here in California right now. So everybody, um, stay cool, and I'll see you soon. Oh, yeah, and don't forget, you can contact me at maybe underscore Maria at outlook.com. Ciao.